0: Go oh, get it out. it's loose it's on the way
1: plenty of leg
0: It's football time in the blue grass. You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast presented by our friends at Justice Dental. They've got two locations in Lexington. One out there, I always call it by Mid-America, but it's actually out by... Christian Academy or no KBA that was the old name of it Um, and they've also got one out in Hamburg you can give Justice Dental a call at 859-543-0700 for all your dental needs they're a one-stop shop no matter what you need they got you covered there and a a big happy birthday shout out to to our guy Doc Thompson. Doc
1: Thompson happy birthday my guy hope everything's well and hope today is awesome.
0: It, it This weekend has been awesome. Uh, I'm Nick Roush. He's Freddie Maggard. Adam Luckett's here in the building, and I, all of a sudden, my, my audio just went out. Nice. Or, or my, but, you know, I'm still hearing well enough. We'll be fine. We'll make do. But it's our first weekend of football. Football is officially back. We are all the way back. Feels good. Feels good to get back out there.
2: Get a little sweat going. Got to watch some ball today. Um, it was It was a hot one there for sure, but... Um, Fun practice, I thought there was a lot to unpack there from the Mm -hmm. quarterbacks um, to what the starting five on the offensive line was Mm -hmm. as of right now and to the defense. Um, We've talked about sub packages. Their base today was five defensive backs the entire practice. Um, So some of the stuff we've talked about preseason, we got to see um, get actual evidence of it today at practice, and there was a lot to take away from Kroger Field.
0: So let's cover the basics first then, okay. Joey Gatewood, he was the first one out there in the live 11-on-11 period. Uh, and they went 12 personnel, two tight ends, uh, Brendan Bates, Justin Rigg out there with Josh L V and Wondell Robinson, you know, Chris Rodriguez at running back, of course. And then on the offensive line, Freddie, let's rattle him off.
1: Yeah, left tackle was Darren Kennard, left guard was Kenneth Horsey, center was Luke Fortner, right guard was Eli Cox. Eli someone, Cox? Somebody uh, we talked about on the Depth Tart podcast. Was
0: it West or East Jesmond? West. West. And and then I right, did right
1: tackle was Jeremy Flax.
0: Flex, not flex.
1: That's right. So, <laughs> that was the starting rotation on the offensive line. The twos were uh, Rosenthal at left tackle, Dotson left guard, Quentin Wilson at center, mm-hmm. Jagger Burton, true freshman at guard, right guard, and another true freshman, Wallaball at right tackle. So, it appears that Burton and Wallaball as true freshmen have moved up the depth chart.
0: Man, well, love to see those guys come in making an edi- immediate impact. And uh, – you know, two John Sharman guys right there, David Wallabaugh. I know Sharman uh, was kind of on the table to get him. He, he really liked what he saw there. And Eli Cox as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just yet another lineman that that has developed under the, the culture of the Kentucky Big Blue Wall, of the offensive line. I mean, seeing Eli Cox come in and, and to where he started at Kentucky to where he is now starting at guard – I think it was a big story for today for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the thing that jumped out at me the most was the suddenness, the burst, the twitchiness, and the fluidity of Josh Paschal. Okay. Watching his individual drills, it was was obvious. Uh, He was just different. When he went through drills, it was different than anybody else on the defensive line and he looked really, really good. Uh, His you, burst is there, it's mm-hmm. back, and, and mm-hmm. he, uh, I think he's ready for a big year. And
0: you got a much better look at the, at the big uglies. They were on your side yeah. of, the, of the field. We, yeah. uh, we, we were with the, the, the kind of younger guys, didn't get a good look at him. Lucky you did get the defense. So did you, did you make note of who was in your, your sub package that Mark Stoops loves to talk about so much with you?
2: Sure did. I mean, uh, at nickel was Devontae Robinson, and then it was, as expected, Carrington Valentine, Cedric Dork at the corners, Yusuf Corker, Ty Asian, mm-hmm. and safeties. Um, and then after that, you, they threw a lot of bodies um, over there at nickel. You saw Vito Tisdale got some snaps there. Joe Williams got some snaps there. Um, you know, really mixing it up. And then there was times when Vito Tisdale and Joe Williams were working with Brad White's outside linebacker um, group and individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so – that, that's going to be a big part of the defense and how they use them and match up. Um, and I think what one thing it does, Jordan Wright's kind of their jack outside linebacker, but a strength of his game is, a lot, is like just being able to play off the ball and in pass coverage. Um, and So I think that's something you could see, and that kind of opens up more maybe blitz packages they could use. Brad White mm-hmm. from his NFL background um, could maybe pull some stuff from there. Um, so it's, I think it was as expected. Um, J.J. Weaver was out there. He did participate in practice, everything yep. except, I think, team right activity. so he is on the path but they still got a ways to go there still not day. completely cleared
0: we no bully McCall today he was absent from practice uh Kavassia smoke uh did not play a ton uh i think you did say you saw him out there but
1: he, he, yeah he had a he had a couple leg wraps on gotcha. i don't think it was anything serious man,
0: our, our boy smoke if i've our, if i've got a biggest takeaway that dude needs to get healthy cuz he's going to get Wally piffed man yeah, i mean jaton yeah. mclean is everything you need as a complimentary piece to Chris Rodriguez, because not only did he have a couple runs, I think his one early run that he broke through, and it was a long game uh, that the, the fans really got hyped for. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the biggest run of the day. But in the passing game, he was playing a lot of – instead of 12 personnel, we had some 21 personnel. Nice like Army it. Knife. He was going in motion. And th- just having that motion there, just to freeze the defense long enough, on one play action that Levis had, he was rolling right, and you thought it was a busted play. And it may, you know, in a live game setting, he maybe just tucks it and runs. Yeah. But he extended the play and kind of threw it across his body. And you're like, God, what are you doing, Will? Yeah. And McClain ca- caught it, I mean, three inches above the ground. Made a nice catch. He made a couple nice catches today. And he, he – 17 popped off the page more than anybody for me today, Freddie.
1: Yeah, he did. And, and one extended period that, w- that we watched at the practice was blitz pickup. So, that that kind of – the defense has the edge there always in, in that drill. Mm-hmm. And, and you saw Kentucky do a lot of different things, two back sets, running uh, the bootlegs. I thought that was creative. Uh, but I was, I was equally impressed with Lavelle Wright. The yeah, yeah, from yeah. Mozart, he had think, a
0: couple where he gets through the hole in a hurry. And it's like, oh, well, wow, he's already eight yards downfield. He,
1: he is built. I think Adam said this before the podcast. He's built for this offense the way he has. Uh, and his strengths are vision. And cutback ability and that outside zone—that's what you look for in running back. I, Lavelle, right to me, looked looked the part. I thought he he was excellent today uh, in the scrimmage. But but again, Man, the, the, the running game—the running uh, game was there for Kentucky.
2: I mean, yeah, you
1: could see where that yeah. was. Yeah, sorry, that's my phone. Only so
2: much you can do and just you yeah. know lids. Uh, but you can see that like there were some gaps open on that outside zone. <laughs> yeah. and the thing about the outside zone—it's not like it's not just an off tackle play like it's a wash, and so there can be it can open up like the Red Sea right there in the middle, and we saw that a couple times, mm-hmm. yeah, and so that's why Freddie's talking about um you know it's you know on balance and vision because it's gonna a, a seam is gonna appear, and you have to be able to hit it when it appear yeah. when it when it shows up and I think right has that uh, that balance that contact balance and that vision that to, to hit it up in there when something occurs and long term you could see him really turning into a really good running Absolutely. back here. He yeah. he's
0: a real good kid too. And uh I know that part of why he popped for Liam Cohen in those uh in the preseason was because he's a guy who I think he told me at media day on Friday that yeah, i my playbook every day no matter yeah. what. In the book. Yeah, in the book. I mean, he he's got a good head on his shoulders. We saw him Last year at North Harden, that, that game against Frederick Douglass. Yeah. I mean, Duke can just put the team on his back. And his his teammate uh, from a year ago, Jordan it. he had one that it was going to be a real nice interception in the seven-on-seven seven period where he was going towards uh, the out-of-bounds. Like, he, he made a great play on the ball, but it was right near the sideline and he got thinking about his feet staying in more than his hands and it just slipped out. But uh, he's a guy that – a few years from now, you know, they got some really good safeties. Very but, good. but man, he, he he's going to play that part of center fielder well down the road for UK. Um, but enough about the North Harden folk. We got top quarterbacks. That's what the people are here for. I can't believe we actually made it eight minutes without talking about quarterbacks. <laughs> so good on us. We did it. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Uh, also, if this sounds bad, folks, this is our second podcast in person. I almost forgot how this equipment worked. Yeah. So if it sounds bad, sorry, bear with us. It's preseason for us too, Freddie. Yeah. It was only day two, so we do have to preface all of our takes with it's day two. They're just in helmets, but we're sharing what we saw. And, uh, Freddie, who do you think was the, the top performing quarterback out there today?
1: Well, it's hard to argue with the arm talent of Will Levis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have been hesitant on saying on saying who I would think is going to be the starting quarterback because I, I hadn't seen Will Levis. Right. And my job is to analyze and project, but at a position that's so important as quarterback, I want to see on the field. Mm-hmm. And again, you only had helmets on, so that 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 factors. Two, Will Levis didn't have the 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 luxury of going through spring practice, so he's he, everything is newer to him mm-hmm. than it is Gatewood and Bo Allen.
0: And he was also not running with the ones. He, yeah, he was yeah. he so was
1: throwing to lesser receivers, lesser receivers going against lesser defenders. And, yeah, yeah, lesser defenders. The so the it's harder to do. Yeah. Uh, but his arm talent is obvious. I mean, when, when he gets this offense down, uh, you know, he, he looked really good. I thought Bo Allen uh, outplayed Joey Gatewood today. Uh, I thought he, I thought Bo did some really good things. He so, had two uh, two bombs. In yeah, practice. It, yeah, if I had to rank performance today, I would go Levis Allen Gatewood.
2: We've seen the TikToks. You've seen some of the videos. I've done film breakdowns of some of the throws at Penn State. It's just different, like Freddie says, when you see it in person.
0: I mean, he had one look at where it reminded me of like rookie of the year when yeah. they were like,
2: yeah, is what it, it was like a – it was a dig in the middle. I can't remember. The, I think it was Ali in the middle, 15- to 18-yard dig and in between traffic. And, I mean – It happened so fast. <laughs> like, it was almost light speed how, it got, how fast it got yeah. on a yeah. guy. And, and, then, and the receiver wasn't ready for it either. Right. And then there was the – where he fumbled the snap kind of a – you know, an Aaron Rodgers type, you know, just backyard play where he just got it, went back on his back foot, just slung it kind of sidearm, and just it was a seed to the pylon yeah. uh, to the pylon, yeah. and the receiver caught it. And that, that's what I've been saying with Levis the whole time. The just the just pure raw arm talent. That's just something the team has just they just haven't had at that position. Mm-hmm. And so with that, that you know he. he when you when you have that, you, it erases. You know, it gives you an advantage. It can erase some a bad throws or this or that because you're getting the ball so quick there. And that raw talent, I think, is just going to be hard maybe to keep off the field in the, in this quarterback competition. And,
1: and you prefaced everything by saying it's a second practice. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. What we see today is not what
2: we're going to see three days from now. Yeah, you're going to have good days and bad days in camp. Somebody could have had a bad day today, and then yeah. that we just saw because we'll. We think it may be full time, but really it was just one yeah. day. One yeah, it was just
0: in a moment because Gatewood. You could tell he just had a few moments here and there where it's like, all right, we're, it, the consistency just wasn't there. Yeah. And that could that's also it's day two. Day you're thrown in front of fans. Um, he does his intermediate passing. That's I think that's his strength in between the hash marks. Yeah, getting on the sidelines maybe not so much. I liked a couple throws that Bo Allen had to Tay Tay Crooms on some out balls. Those looked really nice. Um, but, man, it's so nice to have Wondell Robinson just sit in between defenders in the zone. Yeah. Like, having a guy like him, he's uh, – it, it's such a game changer. Well, and then, you know, for folks were, were there and folks not
1: there, they had three team periods where they went 11-on-11. One was just passing. One was just passing. One was blitz pickup. Mm-hmm. And then the last period was true team. And I thought Levis looked the best in the true team, Mm -hmm. 11-on-11. But I also thought uh, Bo Allen played well today, too. Uh, The passing game is going to take some time. Yes. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, that's – you know, I've taken a lot of flack over the article I wrote about running early in September. Well, if you saw practice, it was obvious what Kentucky does a lot better than what it does not so good. Mm -hmm. It's a really good running game. This passing game is going to take time. I'm not saying Kentucky's not going to throw the ball because they're going to. Mm-hmm. You know, I see things that emphasizes that is the first time I've seen the running backs and the offensive line work together in pre-practice and blitz pickup. A lot of times you just have the linemen out there, but I've never seen the running backs come uh, come into that drill. Mm-hmm. So Kentucky's going to throw the football. I mean, that's that's the intent. And I thought we saw a lot of throwing today, but it's going to take time for this passing game for the personnel to match up with Lee Cohen's intent on getting the football down the field.
0: I I mentioned Wandale already. We can talk a little bit more with receivers. Before I I get into that, just wanted to say, it was kind of cool seeing – I mean, practice is the same, Freddie, but it's different in how they warm up their quarterbacks with Liam Cohen there. Uh, Just in the – all right, we're going to start and – build up it's it's almost like uh, to compare it to basketball it's like all right we're starting with layups and three foot shots and then we're slowly getting the three-point line mm-hmm. you had them just working under center throwing little screens and then you had them working under center doing play action bootlegs and then you had them dropping back letting it rip deep but working just watching those guys do play action bootleg yeah. and a cadence under center. You're loved like, it. oh, man, this is – Loved it. Air yeah. Air yeah. Air yeah. Air. Oh, like it's like, ah, yeah. football. I yeah. loved
1: it, yeah. I mean, it's – Working under center, we only seen one football on the ground today, which was good Yeah, for day two. And that was
0: even a shotgun set, And, and that
1: was the twos. That was yeah. – Luke Fortner did – I think, you know, looking back, that may be one of the most critical personnel moves we've talked about a lot, but seeing it on, on – seeing it in, in use and in practical on-the-field a- execution – Fortner to center was a really smart move.
2: Especially mm-hmm. the shoes really he's filling for the yeah. program. A
1: very smart move because that's a lot of expectation for anybody other than Luke Fortner to go mm-hmm. into a center following John Toth and Drake Jackson. Yep. Yeah. Luke Fortner 100%. don't care. He's, he's played enough football, and he's, he's a future pro.
2: He can handle that pressure. Yep. I think that's a really good move for Kentucky. Well, he's played thousands of snaps yeah. since he's been here. And it just, it, it, it just helps make that – Transition seamless, I think, oh, yeah. for the offense. Yeah. As much as it can be for the offense. With so
0: many changes happening as well, and, too.
2: And, they, and like they said, big man lead the way. And I, just from a look test, I mean, Darren Canard just looks the part, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeremy Flax looks like a starting SEC yeah. offensive tackle. They've got a guy who started at LSU last year running with their twos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they Jagger yeah. Burton, um, I mean, I, I, don't, I can't imagine how any – true freshman offensive line, how you could look better than what he is at right now. Yeah. You know. Dude, he's got a
0: chin on him,
2: you You, know. You got to put the pads on and do it, you know. that. I mean, it's it's just buck and get off football at the line of scrimmage right now. It all changes with the pads on. But just the look test, I thought the offensive line, you can understand why the coaches are super excited about that group. Yeah.
0: So, I I did want to get to the receivers because I admittedly – that's where typically when I go to these open practices, I try to just – delegate my time wisely, spend it with everybody, but we had to spend a lot of time on quarterbacks and receivers uh, because there's so much changing. And obviously you have Ali and Wyndale. Those are your your big two. But it was fascinating to see the other receivers, but also how they worked in the running backs and the tight ends to, to, uh, I guess, alleviate some of the pressure from the receivers uh, because they got some good ones. And Man, uh, look, they ain't wasting no time getting Isaiah Cummings involved at tight end.
2: Felt like he caught 38 balls today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was all over the place. He was going with the ones, the twos. They were really searching to get him snaps. Mm -hmm. Um, Just from where I was sitting, it seemed like – I think they know that they probably need him to be a part of the offense this year. And so – Um, They're trying to accelerate that growth at the tight end position for him.
0: Jordan Dingle is another. And Jordan Dingle, he he played well. That's one, too, where it's like how much do you ask the true freshman to play? But when he's making some nice catches in the seven-on-seven period, it's hard not to to want to see more. At Cummings, there was one – him and Tay-Tay both had – I wouldn't say – I mean, Tay-Tay's, I guess you could – they're bad drops because they almost got picked off. And Cummings almost had the catch of the day on a seam route where he had one hand – if he gets the other hand up, he's catching yeah. it, and it's, you know, six. Uh, but Cummings got all up play. I mentioned Tay-Tay. He had a couple nice out routes of Bo. The comeback routes suit him well. Yeah. He gets, he gets yeah. good separation on those. Demarcus Harris, he's a guy that he got a bad case of the drops last year. I forget which game it was, but he just – it got in his head.
2: And you Ole could Miss t- game, if he doesn't drop uh, – that nine route, they was uh, a little underthrown by Terry, but Kentucky wins that game probably by double digits if he catches that and ball. That,
0: and I think he kind of got the yips after that. But, man, he had a couple passes today running those squares across the middle of the field, and he had one Freddie, I don't know what, however they're phrased it, was like a snatch where there was a defender underneath him and he kind of just reached over and just yeah, grabbed it out of the he air. Did. He had a couple really good balls in 11 on 11 late, and they, they really could use him. They really yeah. could use him to And Rashawn up. Lewis, I mean – that guy.
1: I mean, I, I heard his name so much during spring, but I didn't know. You know, sometimes when you hear guys' names often during spring, it it could be situational as much as personnel, right? Yeah, because like you're he's going running, running he's with the threes. threes. Yeah, yeah. But today he he had two vertical catches. Yeah. Uh, the
0: one from Gate. He it, looked
1: as good as anybody.
0: I, it was was it Levis or Gateway? I guess it was Levis. Where he he had to do the. Um, he, he thought the ball was coming on the inside of him and it was on his outside shoulder, and he had to turn in midair yeah. and caught it seamlessly yes, down, did. I mean, 40, 50 yards down the field yeah. and then break, breaking away on the threes where he's just running by guys. Mm-hmm. And when they're putting a, a premium on speed, he's got it. He's got it. DeKell Kratos also had a vertical catch that was a little bit out of bounds. Yeah. Uh, but it was still a nice play to still end a nice practice. play, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was in the, uh, the last or the true team period of 11-on-11. So, but, yeah, Rashawn Lewis, uh, I, I do think he will factor in 2021. Uh, it could go, be a
2: David Bouvier situation could, where we heard all about him in 2018. Everybody was like, all right, yeah. eh, I don't know about this. And then all you know he goes and catches, what, 18, 20 balls that year and was, you know, a solid piece of the offense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big touchdown in that Florida game on mm-hmm. a scramble drill.
0: Uh, one, one person I am worried about, I'm worried about Isaiah Epps. I just I don't I don't know I don't yeah. know if it's wasn't ever it gonna be day. there was a, a great day for sure. um, he's he's always been a guy who's had injuries and it's been like all right well when's it gonna when's it gonna click uh, you know it's day two it's day two but you know still want to see more from a guy who's 50 you can have on the field.
1: Good, good days and bad days in camp yeah. Uh, but until you, you said his name, I I didn't remember him being out there. Yeah. I mean, he was. Yeah, but, but I, it didn't. He didn't jump. Nothing right. noteworthy. Yeah. yeah,
0: dude, you know who jumped? Who? And we're not going to see it this year, probably. I think it's going to take him a little while. But man, Chris Lewis with those twos, that dude. Yeah, he's going to play. And he also, I spoke with him for five minutes or so yesterday. He's got. I asked him about his state championship game. So, Pleasant Grove, where he went to high school, they never won a state championship. They go to the 5A five A out of seven classes in the Alabama state championship. They go back-to-back years. First year, his junior year, I mean, if quarterback gets tackled at the one, it's like the uh, Friday Night Lights movie where, you know, uh, Mike Winchell gets stuck, you know, a yard short, and he's like, it was right in front of me. I mean, and he, you could tell that he just wanted to go – like right now, back to that play. There, there's just you could see the wheels spinning in between his head. He even said, like, you know, when coaches, whenever they want to tick me off, like they just they know that I'm going to go out there and just go crazy. Yeah, I, he's he's one that I'm I'm really excited for down the road.
1: Yeah, and, and something that we haven't talked about that jumped out at me was the the team speed, the speed of the one defense. Yeah. There's a lot of speed, mm-hmm. and, and you know sub packages that that you talked about, Adam. And when JJ J. Weaver gets back, it's going to be hard to keep Jordan Wright and JJ J. J. Weaver off the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. But they will do a lot of sub packages. Yeah. But man, that speed across even the, board. the linebacker position. Right. Jacquez Jones, DeAndre uh, Square, DeAndre Square rather. Trevin Wallace looked good today. And
2: Jerry Casey can run too. Yeah, yeah. and he ran with it once. Mm-hmm.
1: It was it was. Uh, uh, Square and, and
0: Casey, Casey was, right. were, were once. Well, and like we heard a lot about it in the press conferences. The coaches they they definitely put an emphasis on speed with this this group. Stoop said it's we're faster now than we were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
2: think a lot of that uh, we've kind of assumed was the offense, but I think it, it kind of goes with defense too. I think with how, just the, the transition the league is making offensively, it's a lot of you know you got to be able to fend horizontally and vertically. Mm-hmm. Um, with all with all these offenses in the passing games. And so you've got to get more speed on the field. And I just think a lot of it is they just recruited that safety position well um, from where I sit. I just think they've got a really a lot of really good players there. So it's yeah. just going to try to get your best 11 on the field. And to do that, you're going to need to play a handful of those guys in that position room.
1: To talk about that, Adam, <laughs> I hope folks understand how good that safety and nickel group really is and when we, we're we we're analyzing quarterbacks, whoever has to go against Ty Asian, uh, Yusuf Corker, yeah. Devontae Robinson, who, whoever has to go against that. ain't easy. It's not easy. <laughs> you know,
2: just think about how much football that trio has yeah. played.
1: and that trio – Together. Together wasn't on the field a lot today because, I mean – Second break. They, they've done this a thousand times. Yeah. You know, what else do you need to see? So, that Kentucky defense with those three back there, that's not easy. So, the quarterbacks that had success against that mm-hmm. could have success against any defense in America mm-hmm.
0: because those three are that good. Well, yeah. it also helps, too. I, we, we mention this almost every time we talk about quarterbacks, but that run game, I'm telling <laughs> it's you. nice to be able to lean on that run game. Because As
1: much as Will Levis' arm looked different, When Kentucky ran the ball today, it just looked different because they know what to do, and they've done it so much, and they're so good at it. And Chris Rodriguez is special. He's Mm -hmm. a dude. Juton McClain played like a dude today, Mm -hmm. right? Lavelle Wright, and and get behind that big offensive line, man, that's – they know what they're doing there. That passing game is going to catch up and it was exciting to watch that today. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see the product on the field.
0: I got thrown off a little bit when
2: I saw Big Twenty Six out there. Who's that? I there was a moment today is Benny um, back or what what's going on? Where they were some doing some I guess you would call it a wheel route out the backfield where they had McLean out there in the slot and a tight end lined out wide and they kinda Yeah. They kinda just Sealed it off the defense, and Rodriguez came, and they threw a little. That was 15, the first 18-yard. Yeah, play. that was great. And my first that was a thought great was, drive starter. If the quarterback doesn't lead lead him too much, God hath mercy on that safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just getting him involved in the passing game can just—I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot, but if you can just hit one every now and then, it's just another—it's just another headache for the opposing sideline. You
1: know, you bring up a great point, Adam. To me, watching these quarterbacks, and especially Will Levis. The arm strength is there. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he's got a rifle, but the decision making, the processing, I think, was quicker with Levis than it was Gatewood and Allen. You can see that he's he played some big games. Yeah. You, he's
2: it's, gotten playing experience.
1: He finds the open receiver quicker, and the ball gets there quicker with that arm mm-hmm. than I saw with Gatewood and Allen on day the, two of practice.
0: Now, uh, to Gatewood's credit, there was one segment where there was two back-to-back plays where it's just all right, I haven't seen this before. You yeah. know, And it was a long developing – it started with a long developing. McLean goes in motion. They've got to honor the jet sweep motion. Then there's a play action on an outside zone. So, it's, it's taken a little while. He goes through his progressions, finds Ali, 16 yards in the field, doing a crosser. They, they, they get tempo. They go right to the line. And they do a quick play action for an inside zone. And it's just pass and catch throw outside to Wandale Robinson. Just it, it, You had a complex kind of slow developing play completed, followed by a quick pitch and catch routine basic play. And that's stuff we just haven't seen. And yeah. it's, it's so refreshing to
2: just have that out there. And that's what Liam Cohen said on Friday. He said, Joey Gatewood, the downfield accuracy was impressive. 20-plus yards, he was very good. But it's going to be the progressions – and uh, situational football, third down, when you get blitz, when you have a free runner. Like, that was, I think, what mm-hmm. he, his worry with him. And Like you said, we saw some of that today. We saw some, I think, where he struggled a little bit in some of the team and seven-on-seven seven periods. Yeah. I um, mean, that's something he's just going to have to work on. He's going to have to get a lot better at if he wants to win this competition.
0: A few other things uh, that I just haven't seen previously. Love, love, love tempo out of a huddle. It's just comedy to me to have these guys on a huddle and then yeah. they just run real quick to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. It's just, it's fun, you yeah. know. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I loved it. I loved having Stoops just bust some guys' ass for you know, get, get off the bench. You know, like, uh, you know, yeah. hearing that you get Cohen that like there was one random just expletive where like it kind of came out of nowhere. Like I, hearing that, just having it back. I mean. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long since we've been around the, the football team. I'm gonna get deep here, but another thing
1: that st- stood out to me today, and it's not a sexy topic, but the ball sounded differently when Ruffalo was kicking. Uh, I thought he, I thought his accuracy and his leg strength is, is, in, is improved from last year. Uh, Chance Poor is the uh, holder. Uh, that, that's a new position, but I thought the timing. Was was good from snap to hold to kick. I, I thought that was a good thing that I saw today. Um, punter, uh, you know, Barry did okay. We saw a chance poor punt. We saw good fellow punt. We'll see how that develops. Uh, but special teams, I saw a lot of starters on the ones on on the punt team. Mm-hmm. But again, this is day two of camp. When little injuries occur during the season, you're going to see a lot of twos out there on punt team and return team. But seeing Wondell Robinson, Josh Ali, DeKel Crowdis back there returning, those are three dudes that, that, that can be electric when the football's in their hand.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, another big play we forgot about. Like it, Carrington Valentine had a pretty dope pick.
2: Pick six. I thought Valentine, him and Dort <laughs> together, I thought were impressive. Yeah. Starting quarterbacks. I, I thought they got the better of most of the receivers they face um, throughout the afternoon. I mean, I think that was a big worry about the defense, I think, was that that position. Um, And just from the eye test today, it seems like that position is ahead of schedule.
1: Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree.
0: Now, uh, we also had media day yesterday. And that was a chance to, you know, we got basically an hour free-for-all at Kroger Field to just talk to whoever we wanted to. Uh, Something I learned yesterday, Trevin Wallace just started playing linebacker last year. Mm -hmm. He was a receiver as a sophomore. I don't know if that completely clicked for me that that is just now happening, but that is just now happening. That's
1: a familiar story at U.K. Who else did that? Oh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, huh. Play receiver in Alabama as a junior, goes to hmm. New Jersey, plays defensive end slash outside linebacker, and he turned out okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Trevor Wallace, I thought thrower, looked I mean, he, he, he looks the part. I thought he yep. moved well. Uh, of course, both Wallace and, and Thrower are a little bit indecisive right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're throwing them in there and asking a whole lot of, of young guys at that right. position.
2: Didn't have a spring. It's their second right. collegiate practice. Right. Man, I can't even uh, put myself in their shoes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I their heads even. have to be spinning. I mean,
0: think about, uh, you know, I'm terrible at judging crowd sizes, but there's a couple thousand people there today. That's for some of those guys, that's the most people they've ever played in front in of. In a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that just – Well, they didn't have crowds last year probably, you know, much of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in high school ball either. So – And
1: just think about those guys <laughs> when the pads come on. So, your head's spinning enough because you're making checks, you're, you're reading the guard, you're reading the center yeah. block this way, and then I it comes so, time dude. to make a tackle, Jeez. and there's Chris Rodriguez coming <laughs> at you full speed. Or they're running
2: outside zone, and Darian Kennard's about to hit you in yeah, the ear hole. Yeah. Gosh.
0: Man.
1: I uh, you know I think I, I, out of I saw a of my tweet that that I one hundred percent agree with, you won't find three better looking tackles or, or better tackles that Kentucky's got really in Flax, uh, Kennard and Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to see
0: the heck Wallabaugh fourth was pretty the, good the too.
1: progression of two true freshmen. I yeah. mean Wallabaugh at right tackle, he's jumped over a lot of people to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean a whole lot of people <laughs> if you think about it. So it's it's a, that's a good sign for the future. And then you've got Goodwin coming in next year.
2: Yeah, sometimes when I evaluate true freshmen, a lot of it is not really playing time, it's checkpoints. Like, are they backing up a position? Are they getting some reps in? Like last year, a reason I was bullish on Carentine-Valentine heading into this year is that he played snaps as a true freshman for Mark Stoops at cornerback. Yeah. And there was upperclassmen that he passed up that yeah. had played before. Jamari Brown's and one so of them. And so, that, yeah, that, that, that to team. me tells me he's ahead of schedule. and. Wollabal is the same thing. I think we obviously kind of expected this from Burton, but not so much for him. That that's you know that you're willing to uh, invest in projecting that he's going to be a player down the road because of what he's already – in 17 practices with Eric Wolford. He's already with the he trust him to be his fourth offensive tackle yeah. right now, yeah. which is which is big. I think. Man,
0: that, also, Eric Wolford. He's got great nicknames. Coaches just call him Wolfie. Coach Wolf. Hearing him scream, just do your job. Oh, man. just I love hearing it. I love hearing coaches scream at people. Stuart, Anwar Stewart, he's a big energy guy. He was loving what he saw from Aboule yeah. during some of the team periods. That's a guy. This one of those you want to talk about. Uh, I, I hope the transfer portal doesn't get rid of those guys, Freddie. Uh, all right, he's a project we can take late in the class and watch him develop. I think he's in his fourth year now correct? Yeah. And really doing a good job of trying to solidify that. So I know Isaiah Gibson wasn't there today. Those two guys are going to be competing with Ox and Dine. I think Ox got some reps at, uh, at the nose as well. Um, but is a guy who I think if he can have that, that get off and maybe provide a little bit of pressure in the pass rush, we're going we're to see a lot of him this fall. Yeah,
1: Josiah Hayes, we, we, don't, we forget about him. He's a very good football player. I played a lot at nose today with the absence of, of McCall and uh, Justin Rogers. You know, five-star guy at nose tackle, so a lot of depth at nose tackle. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the defensive tackle side. I mean, we're going to have to see somebody until somebody surfaces as a as a go-to. Uh, it's going to be by committee. Revolving Obviously, door. It's yeah. It's going to be a revolving door until uh, you see somebody. But you know, I was uh, I was I, I dialed in on the line of scrimmage a lot today. With the quarterbacks with a half line, you know, half field drill, that defense has the advantage again. Yeah. you were not going to see a lot. So, I really do, I dove in on the line of scrimmage and watched a lot of the offensive line early in the defensive line. And, and I was watching the offensive line, and I heard a boom. And I didn't know what it was. And I looked over, and it was Josh Paschal going through drills with the dummies. Mm-hmm. And when he went through the drills, it, I could hear it sounded different.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: his movement, I'm telling you, it really—it struck, struck me mm-hmm. just as rapid, as burst, as as quick. I mean, that, that's as good as I've seen Josh Basketball yeah. look.
2: One thing of last year, I think, really got overlooked was his first three games. And Brad White touched on this, and it's something i brought up. Like you, you throw on that Auburn tape, you throw on the Ole Miss tape, you throw on the Mississippi State tape. He was a dude. Like, mm-hmm. he was on his way to being a first-team all-SEC defensive line performer, and then he sprained his knee against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And he was solid after that, but we didn't really see that kind of playmaking juice. And then in the bowl game, after he had some time off, I think he saw some more of it. And that, Freddie, what you're just talking about, he's just he's – he's a game wrecker. Yeah, he's a he wrecking is. ball in there. He's a guy that's going to get tackles for loss, create pressures on your quarterback on non- non-obvious passing downs just because he can slip blocks and create havoc. And Nick's talked about it, the biggest issue with the defense is creating havoc this year. Mm-hmm. And Pascal, a healthy Josh Pascal is just huge in that. They need him in there to really be a pain in the rear for that defensive line and that that's going to take a lot of pressure off that boundary tackle if Marquan McCall is demanding double teams and Pascal is just being a pain in the you know what on the other side. Yeah. 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 And
0: he Long he was road. the guy too that he's breaking the team down yeah you know like getting rowdy and pascal like you see josh pascal he doesn't strike you as a like cash daniel always fit that role of being the r- r- rowdy raga r- pascal he, he you don't see him as that he's just such a nice guy but to hear him like it's like okay yeah let's go like he yeah. he's he's really stepping up in that leadership role to yeah. be that guy for the team
1: yeah absolutely and and you know it's We've all touched on it. The the super seniors, the leaders. It, it helps a team when your best players are leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be a leader all day long, but if you don't play much, nobody's
2: gonna listen to you. No, no, I mean, that's just, no. just the
1: way it is. But when your best players are veterans and leaders, that means a lot in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Pascal and Corker. I mean, I think that they're in square. I yeah. think. I mean, and you got a leader at all three levels. I just think – I think that's well, huge.
1: you know, one thing that jumped out at me – I mean, I've said that a hundred times now.
2: This going to be the name of this podcast. Yeah, one, one thing that
1: th- jumped yeah. out to me. Something that jumped out at me was I was there with my niece, my two nieces, and um, I was watching – and a lot of – I can remember watching these years back. You know, I've seen a hundred of them, right? Yeah. And I was sitting there talking to her, and I was like, that's a pro. At Corker, that's mm-hmm. a pro with Pascal. Mm-hmm. That's a pro, Rodriguez. That's a pro with Kennard. I mean, I could go on and on. That's different at Kentucky, yes. right? That that's you won't see something that different. Six, seven guys drafted last year. You're gonna see six or seven drafted this year. But
2: you can get to eight, eight like in this easy. this year. You can get to eight draft picks easy. Easy.
0: Man, they just look different. It's mm-hmm. just different. And shout out to some of those guys yesterday. I spent five minutes just busting. Rig and Luke Fortner up on being the old men there. Uh, That's a pretty funny video on KSR. I just wish I thought of more insults going in. It's really fun to make fun of those old guys because they started school when I was still in school and now I'm 30 years old. So, (laughs) you know, I'm definitely older, but they're the old guys out there as well. So, that was some fun stuff for Media Day. It was one of those things, too, Freddie. Uh, when I got done talking, everybody's like, man, I don't even know what to do with all of this. There's so much. Hell, I, I interviewed as many people as I did in one hour yesterday as I did in, you know, well, one year last year. So, I it was uh, it was a little bit uh, chaotic.
1: I was the idiot because, you know, we, we divided up interviews. And I thought, you all did the video and I just did the
0: voice thing. Oh, it's So, up. I screwed wow. that up. Hey, yeah, uh, you're fine.
1: Uh, yeah, so,
0: you know, it is what it Bradley is. Bradley got some videos for us. B-roll. He's yeah. always on that B-roll. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I'm i trying to think, is there is there anything else yesterday significant that happened? Uh, Stoops said that he's pretty confident they're going to hit that 85% vaccination rate. I think since we got the uh, new restrictions out, that a lot of people are going to just be like, all right, just give me the shot. I don't want to deal with all this yeah. testing and stuff.
2: I To me, I think there's a lot of confidence with from the coaching staff and the team, and that's just not something we've gotten a lot of. And oh. so – that's I good. think that's that's something that that's going to be um, something to keep an eye on. I think they realize the the advantages they have um, with with the schedule this year and kind of the team they have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was impressed. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, if if you want to ask what my opinion was, I was impressed uh, of the whole process. Uh, I thought the team looked faster. Um, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's just faster, bigger, faster stronger uh that's kentucky football again in 2021. Hey,
1: hey, two guys that doesn't not get enough credit Corey Edmond and mark hill mm-hmm. the job of a strength coach uh, of that of that strength and conditioning program is to present the head coach with a team for fall camp i thought you know those two guys don't get enough praise of hey they did put together a heck of a team in, in the off season mm-hmm. these guys are ready they're in shape the ones that needed to lose weight lost it. The ones that needed to gain it, gained it. The team looked faster than last year. Mm-hmm. So, Corey Edmond and Mark Hill have done a tremendous job
2: in the offseason getting this guy, getting yeah. the guys ready. And that uh, part of looking different, like you said, it's just different. I think a lot of it, a lot of the credit goes to yep. those guys, yeah. You
1: know, and again, here,
2: I'm sorry, I'm bringing something mess up. <laughs> <laughs> something else that
1: I, I liked was there were a lot of competition drills uh, from the defense as far as takeaways – interceptions all that I I like how everything that the defense did was on a competitive late uh, competitive basis basics and and I liked how they did that with their interception drills yeah and you can see why Kentucky had 15 interceptions because they stressed that getting to the ball getting to the end zone making it's essentially
2: an interception pursuit drill yeah I like Um, that they were just flowing to the ball and they didn't know where the guy was going to throw it and then it's yeah, yeah, that was a that was a cool little drill yeah, in that we did to practice.
0: Love turnover drill. Turnover drill is a ton of fun. Just always, always a good time, and it's been a good time chatting with you boys. So, final takeaway:
1: What was your overall
2: opinion of today, Adam? Number one is receiver after Robinson and Ali is a big issue, um, but I think two class of twenty twenty guys, Juton McClain and Isaiah Cummings, I think they're going to play, and I think they're going to play a lot.
0: Yeah, I uh, – my biggest takeaway was I was just impressed with Jaton McClain and the tight ends in general. Are, yeah. <laughs> hell, how much Cummings got used, but I think Jaton McClain is a guy that this offense, he can plug a lot of holes for them. Yeah,
2: um, He can – Anaya Smith for Texas A&M was kind of half running back, half slot receiver for them last year. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to picture maybe, you know, McClain doing something like that where it's kind like, of like in the year you look up he's got 50 carries and – 29 receptions yeah, or something
0: like yeah. that. And, and then I would say I, I went in wanting to know about the quarterbacks. It kind of was what I thought it would be. Um, yeah, kind of was what I thought it would be. I think Levis has a slight advantage. Um, but there's there's room for Gatewood to improve, to take that spot. And, and Levis still also has to – do that consistently against the ones. Second day of practice going up yeah. not always against the ones with the the first team guys too.
1: My takeaway was Josh Pascal, wow. Yeah. One. Uh two, I had you know I, we all were, were concerned about the tight end position after Keaton Upshaw went down. Uh, what I saw from Jordan Dingle and what I saw from Isaiah Cummins, I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, at tight end. And then uh, uh, the run the pass game is going to have to, there's a lot of improvement to make in the passing game. Uh, But it's fun to watch that develop. It's going to take time for that to catch up to the running game. But overall, I thought
0: it was a a positive experience, positive practice, and and I like what I saw. It's great to be back. Great to be hanging out with you guys talking some ball. And it's great to get your teeth cleaned and fixed at Justice Dental. Remember, they've got two locations around Lexington. Doc Thompson is one of the best in the business. Give him a call at 859 543 700. We appreciate them sponsoring the KSR Football Podcast. We're going to be back with it a lot more throughout training camp. Subscribe to here, 11 Personnel, the Depth Chart Podcast, and uh, everything. Just all of the, your goodies. So much football goodness. Happy birthday, in. Doc Thompson. Yep. Happy birthday, Doc. <laughs> it's been a blast. Happy UK football season. We are back. And peep the technique.